Welcome to Contractor Cuts, where we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of growing a successful contracting company. Welcome back to Contractor Cuts. My name is Clark Turner. I'm still Jared Flo. Thanks for joining us again this week. So this week we are talking about invoicing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's really a bigger picture, though we're talking through it with invoicing, but really we're talking about money insecurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember beginning of my... Uh, existence as a contractor, how there would be months, weeks, uh, seasons that it's I'm just killing it and I got a lot of money coming in mm-hmm. and it's because I'm bringing in more and more clients and then all of a sudden there's a hiccup. All of a sudden something goes wrong. All of a sudden I lose a crew and Christmas hits and there's no work coming on and there is that insecurity in my brain that starts boiling up that says, how am I going to, how am I going to pay for rent? Uh-huh. How am I going to mm-hmm. do this? I I, I got to cut this employee. I, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to pay for this. I got this loan due, and I got the and and it's this this tension and this ball of of nothing but anxiety mm-hmm. that forms in our uh, guts as contractors when it when it comes to money. Well, and also like the 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 confusion of how in the world am I? I'm working my tail yeah. off. I'm invoicing a time. I'm collecting. How do I not have any money? Yeah. Like how 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 have I done all this work and I'm still struggling to pay my power bill? Yeah. Like how how is that happening? Well, it's like I, I you know two years ago I did four hundred thousand worth of renovations and last year I did one point five million in renovations mm-hmm. and this year I'm trying to hit three million mm-hmm. and I'm still not paying myself more than forty thousand. Yeah. Like I'm still uh, not making it where I've tripled, quadrupled the size of my company, mm-hmm. and my money is not tripling or quadrupling at all. It feels like it's almost going backwards yeah. financially, and well, I don't and I mean, know we, why. We, we had a guy that, that came on with uh, ProServe a little while ago that he did two-plus million dollars the year previously, and he paid himself like 30 grand. Yeah. And he could barely afford to do that. Like, yeah. that's absurd. Yeah. Where did the, where's all the money? So. We've got a ton of different podcasts where it talks about how to be efficient with your time mm-hmm. and your money and the leaky buckets. But today we're talking about how you set your company up slowly if you've set up the wrong way. But every single contractor that's come in and, and worked with us has been set up this the wrong way. 100%. 100%. We have not seen one set up the way that we're set up uh, that took time and effort to get us there. But 100% invoice the wrong way and manage the money because of that the wrong way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to we're going to reveal that part of it and how that happens and then the way that we do it and then how to transition that direction. It feels boring, it feels tedious and it feels like well I'm not going to do that. Yeah. This is the only way that you grow a company beyond where you're at today where it's like three steps forward, two steps back. Three yeah. steps forward, two steps back. And and getting out of that rotation, you're going to always have that. But having it to where two steps back doesn't mean I'm not going to make payroll. Yeah. Two steps back doesn't mean I, I, I'm missing this month of my mortgage payment. Uh, that's that's where most guys live, and we want to get you out of that. And well, so, and, and the basis of this yeah. is invoicing. Yeah. Are you, are you invoicing incorrectly? Are you invoicing wrong? And uh, it, it, it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm invoicing. I'm collecting money. I got money in the bank. I've got all it. No, I'm not invoicing incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm doing it right. I, it's the standard across the business. I take a 25, 30% on the front end, pieces and parts through the middle, and then a final one at the end. Yep. And that, yeah, I'm doing it fine and I'm doing it right. Yep. And I think, I think that there's a litmus test of, 
okay, I get that. I get that you look at it that way and you're fine and it's no problem. Run this litmus test and it's going to help you determine, oh, I see what they're saying. Yep. So what is, what is so, that litmus So test? We, we did that with one of the, the, our clients that we coach. Uh, and the litmus test is we, we took all of their jobs and we said, okay, how much have you collected on every single job, right? I got $20,000 down on this one. This one was a halfway draw. So we're, we've collected a total of 80000 but we're going. And so we looked at every single job that they're running because uh, they're in our software mm-hmm. and, and you can dive deep into this. We said, okay, this is how much you've collected on all these jobs. Of that, this is how much you've spent and this mm-hmm. is the profit on what you spent, meaning you, it, I collected twenty thousand dollars up front for demo and paint so far. Right, right. That's the first twenty thousand I'm going to spend. Well, of that, I've spent a thousand on demo and nothing else. So that, so what we do is say, okay, well, you spend a thousand, and plus you get your your markup on that. So we got about eighteen thousand five hundred dollars left that you've collected that hasn't been spent or or used. So if you stop today on that job, you got to cut a check for eighteen thousand five hundred dollars. Because you've only done. I've collected the money, but I haven't actually provided the work. Correct. That that money represents. Correct. Correct. So whether I I quit today and I've got to give that client the money back, or I don't have any more money coming in and I've got to finish this job, I've still got to spend of that eighteen five left. I still got to spend sixteen thousand of it on what I need to get done. Right. Right. And so what we looked at is saying, okay, so there's sixteen thousand left to spend on this job that you've collected but not spent yet. Mm -hmm. Great. Let's put that in the bucket. Let's go to the next job. And we went through every single job that they have open and said, okay, this is how much, if you stopped the work today, you'd have to pay back. Now we took that and looked at it uh, combined with their bank account. So you should have uh, technically whatever amount that you have there, the the 16,000 I got left to spend on this job, mm-hmm. that should be in my bank, right? So I should have a bank account that at least equals this right. number. Right. And the problem is nobody does no. right the problem is on the on the company that we did this deep dive on with they had around three hundred thousand dollars if they quit today that's how much they've collected but haven't spent on jobs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you look in their bank account and they had about a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in the bank yep. account so they're close to being two hundred thousand dollars upside down where if i quit today i'm gonna screw all of these people out of 200 grand or i'm gonna have to cut a check out of my pocket for 200 grand to get out of this, and uh, and why is that? I, I I think it's because whatever I took a twenty thousand dollar deposit from mm-hmm. my client, but I double dipped on that money. Yeah, because that twenty the twenty thousand dollars that money is allocated towards a certain percentage production on this job. It should be. It yes. should be yeah. right. And I've you know like you just said, I took twenty thousand dollars. I spent a thousand of it on labor. So and and I take my profit out of that. I got eighteen thousand five hundred. Right, but I also took out of that twenty, I took ten thousand of it to start this job, a yeah. secondary job, and I've double dipped on that. So now that's why I don't have that cash in the yeah. bank. If I didn't do that, I should have eighteen thousand five hundred dollars in my bank account for this singular job. Yep. And but I but I don't because I have double dipped on that money. Well, and, and the I've justification it of it is. Well, I need. Uh, I'm I'm upside down on this other job. I need to spend ten grand more on this other job, and then I'll get a final payment from that client for forty thousand dollars. So I'm just going to take what's in my bank. I'm going to finish this job out so I can get that money. Then that one time, the client says, "I don't have the money," or "Come, I'm going to sue you," or "I'm not paying you." You didn't 40, put this 000. piece of trim in, so I'm not going to do. I'm not and, paying you. And now I've spent money on this job. Mm-hmm. 
that was meant for another job, and I don't have the money there to fin- to, to start the paint. Yeah. Everyone's been in that predicament in, yeah. in construction world. And so what we did day, day two, not day one, because day one we were doing that. What we did very soon after we, we realized this is we shifted how we invoice. Mm-hmm. And so our software we built so you can invoice both ways. We know the way that people do it, and we've built a software to where you can do a draw schedule. Mm-hmm. And so I can say, okay, here are my five different draws I'm going to do on this job. And then if I have a change order, it says, hey, where do you, which draw should that be? Or right. do you want to do a, a new draw for that? Right? And we, so, had, we had to build it that way because, like we said, 100% of the contractors <laughs> that we deal with operate that yes. way. Yes, and so it, it, the software works that way. It works really smooth, smooth. Uh, and seamlessly that way. So we've built that. And then the other way that we've built invoicing is you can invoice line item at a time and percentages of those line Mm -hmm. items. Mm -hmm. And the reason we do this, and we've said this before in other podcasts, is that we invoice once a week and we collect money once a week and we pay our crews once a week. And that invoice that we send to the client is our spot where we say, hey, Timeout, client, this is what we think we've done in the last seven days, mm-hmm. last 14 days, depending on what, what's been done. This is what we think is done. I want you to look at it and pay me this money this week. Mm-hmm. If you think that you're, you're not, uh, you don't owe that money, let's have the conversation today. Yeah. Instead of waiting two months when it's time mm-hmm. for the next draw, and they're like, well, I didn't like how you guys did the subfloor. Well, yep. we've already laid the hardwoods. I'm sorry. I, I can't rip the right. That's right. So well, ta- it, tangible it, clarity in that is using the example we had before thousand dollars worth of demo i got five hundred dollars worth of profit in that so i pay my I, in, in our software we have a line item that says i owe a thousand dollars for the demo to my demo guy mm-hmm. i charge my client fifteen hundred dollars when the demo is done i pay my guy the thousand dollars and i invoice my client that week i get a fifteen hundred dollar check i cover my guy's pay for a thousand dollars and i have five hundred dollars in my account Yes. Right? I haven't muddled the money. That money stays strictly involved with this job, and yep. I'm not over my skis. Yep. And I'm collecting that 1500 this week, and I marked I marked the, the sub-complete today mm-hmm. on a Tuesday, let's say. But that money doesn't go out of my account till Friday. We pay every Friday, and that's when the money's going out. So if you're on top of it, you're collecting on Friday 1500 and paying out 1000 And so I'm getting only the money that I can spend and not be hurt by. That's right. And that's that's the goal of how we set it up. So if you do, if you run the same litmus test on our, our GC company, mm-hmm. we're hundreds of thousand dollars in the positive when you look at it. Because if I stop today, I can collect on the work that's been done this week. And, and I'm not getting behind. I don't ha- I'm not holding money that I owe back to you if we don't do this job. Right. Uh, and so... A lot of people are like, well, why not get as much money as you can? Now, in an ideal world, get that $20,000 deposit up front mm-hmm. and have a bank account that you put that twenty in mm-hmm. and then you spend out of it as you go. That's but right. nobody does that. It's, no. it's a big pot. Everyone mm-hmm. is battling the bank account. And so contractors come in and say, well, my bank says 120000 in it. I am rich. I can buy a truck. I can do this. I can spend this. When in all reality, in a month and a half, if you have a little hiccup in the market, we, we felt this a lot with COVID. If you mm-hmm. have a hiccup in the market and it either drops down or increase, whatever happens, one hiccup is going to throw everything haywire. And we've seen companies close because of this. Well, hundreds and hundreds of GC companies did close. Yeah. Because they got to the place where, like, I, I, I literally can't collect on anything else. Yep. Um, and what happened is a lot of them had to close their doors, and they had to screw a lot of people to do it because yep. they didn't have the money. Yep. It wasn't because they were seedy. It wasn't because they were bad people. It was the only way for them to survive and not just 
you know, have to close everything and close their house. And, you know, that was the only way for them to survive. And we were able to survive because we functioned this way. Yeah. Now, every every client that we coached in doing this says, I can't do that. I don't Mm -hmm. have the money to do that. Mm -hmm. I, I just can't. I. I'm, I am stuck robbing Peter to pay Paul, and that's where mm-hmm. we're at. And I'd love to do what you're saying. I don't have the cash. Understood. Right? No yeah. problem. Yeah. So this is your step-by-step guide on how to do this. It's going to take time. It's mm-hmm. going to take 12, 18 months to convert over. And it and will, good. The, during the period of transition, it will get tight. It will get tight, and that's okay. That's mm-hmm. okay. That You have to have a, a crack, break some eggs to make an omelet. And, well, and—, and, and as a leader of a company and most likely an entrepreneur, you're going to have to say, no, not now, yep. to a new opportunity. Yep. Because what you're doing by making this transition, you are setting up long-term security in your company that has a intrinsic value way higher than staying where you're at yep. and way higher than taking on that one new job. Yep. Right. Make the transition to create that long term security. The value is way, way higher yeah. than than the new, next new venture taking on that next job. Take the time and make the slow transition. It, it, also, you think about it. There's no large companies that operate the way that you're operating right now. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no successful companies that operate the way you're operating right, right. now. There's the, the way you're operating is a way that an 18 year old sets up a company. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, if you're 18, listen to this, don't set it up this way. Yeah. Well, and the, the, there, there are some large companies that operate that way, but they also have scrutinized. Well, books. they have bank accounts set aside with the money that they, they never intermingle short. the yeah. money, right? In, in a larger commercial company, that, that sort of thing, or, or a home build. If that, you're that a contractor who's incredibly good at scrutinizing your books and never intermingling your money, hey, more power to you. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't met them yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> What, what you're going to do to do this transition, this is one step, one small, small Band-Aid ripped off at a time. And so mm-hmm. what we do when we come in and coach a company on getting ahead of their money is saying, number one, we're going to identify a small job that's going to go quickly, and we're going to invoice that one job differently. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit down with our client engagement agreement and explain to them why we need to be paid weekly, how, we need, how the payments work. The, this is why we do it this way. Uh, you're never going to be screwed as my client because I'm not holding your cash and you're not praying that I show up tomorrow. Right. I am invoicing as we complete work, but because of that, I need payment quickly. Right. Yeah. And so we sit down, do the whole CEA spiel with them, and we say, okay, that one client's going to get treated that way, and all your other clients keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. So we're going to try with one client, mm-hmm. and we're going to invoice weekly on that one client. And there's there, there's also during this transition – the, to, to be able to rip the entire Band-Aid off and, and completely transfer your company over, yeah. it would it would require an incredible infusion of cash, sure. right, which you don't have. Yep. So there's going to be jobs that were already on the books that are coming up that you're like, I can't like not do this job, yeah. but I also don't have the cash to fund it, yep. right? Okay, no problem. What you do different is that for that job, Make sure that you watch that money. If you pull that twenty grand deposit out for this job, don't intermingle the money. Have that money set aside for it goes into this job. Yeah. Right. If you if you've got to do it that way, that's fine. Don't intermingle the money. Don't. You're, you're trying to close out a job and uh, to save my reputation, I got to spend ten grand extra on this one that I don't have. So I'm going to use. Don't do that. 
You have to you have to be careful not to do that on uh, when you're trying to make these transitions. If you're going to continue doing it by by uh, uh, doing draw schedules on jobs, that's fine. Make sure you work to keep the money associated with that job period. Yeah. So we're taking one job. We're going to invoice differently. Invoice weekly. Mm-hmm. Invoice as works being completed. And we're going to finish that one job. It's going it might take three, four, five thousand dollars to float that smaller job. Mm-hmm. Um, for those weeks that you're collecting the money and money's going out. Yeah. We do take materials up front. Sure. So on that first, on the very first invoice or the first meeting, say, hey, I'm going to put an order into Home Depot tomorrow for $8,000. I need that right now because we're, we're making that purchase. Which technically is work completed. Yes, right? because I, I've made the purchase or mm-hmm. I'm making the purchase this right now. Mm-hmm. So that's going to help you with, with, with the money management to be able to take that so, sort of money up front. But yep. don't say, I don't know, give me ten grand. No, $8,215 is my invoice mm-hmm. to you because that's what I'm spending or yep. spending plus, plus a markup. Yep. So we're going to do that on the first job. Then we're going to do a second job. Then we're going to do a third job, one at a time, until mm-hmm. it gets, oh, I get how this works. Mm-hmm. I understand how, the, how this flows. Then if you've got mo- uh, multiple project managers, we're going to select one project manager to start running this way. If it's a new hire, that's a great one to do it with because yeah. they're going to have a smaller workload. And they're and not they're, trained on the old way. And they're not trained on the old way. They can learn the new way. And they're not doing your $800,000 new build. Mm-hmm. They're doing mm-hmm. a $20,000 renovation normally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're a paint company, they're going to be handling the the less technical clients right? Um, to where it's 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 fairly easy to, to, mm-hmm. to manage, manage the job. Manage it this way, yeah. So yeah. we're going to we're going to – as we have the availability, start adding a second job, then a third job at a t- at the same time, then mm-hmm. four jobs at a time, until we over 12, 18, 24 months have every job running this way. Yeah. Uh, and so that transition, like I said, during that 12 to 18 month transition, you're not going to have a bunch of extra spending cash. Mm-hmm. So get ready, prepare for that. Don't be planning to buy a truck next next January. Yeah. That's it's just not a smart move because we're going to use that money to set ourselves up financially for the long run of this company. Yeah. Now, that's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Most guys want the money now, today. I want the nice truck. I want the new office. I want the cool shirts and the cool hats that come with it. All of that spending goes goes on pause until we get ahead of our money. Mm-hmm. So we're not that spending that you're doing now could be the money that's not there for paychecks next week. Right. And so what we need to do is start tightening the belt. And I hate talking to contractors about uh-huh. this because they hate it. Mm-hmm. It means you get less money right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But the goal is in 10 years, long term financial. This security. company is mm-hmm. pumping cash into your pocket mm-hmm. while you are on vacation. Yeah. If you want that life, it's you got to put the work in now. Yeah. Well, and there's there, there's a couple big benefits to doing this style of invoicing. Yep. The one big one is if you have a job and we all will that we have to pull off or the client pulls off. Like it just goes it goes south and we got to cut ties in the middle of it. I'm not $20,000, $40,000 into the job that I haven't fully invoiced for or I don't have a stack of cash that I haven't provided the product for yep. that I got to pay back. Yeah. And I don't have this huge amount of money. The doing it on a weekly basis creates where if I were in a situation where this is an unresolvable situation, the and I have to eat the money, it's a, it's a small amount of cash. Yep. It's not going to break your company. It's going to hurt, yep. but it's not going to break your company. That's right. Forty fifty thousand dollars that I have to eat, you're out of business. Yep. Right. So that's one of the big benefits. Another one is 
once you're doing this full time and every one of your jobs is running this way, for the most part, not an exact science, but for the most part, when you look in your bank account, that money is yours. That is your working capital in the company. Yeah. Right. If you're taking, if you're doing 10 jobs that you're taking a $20,000 deposit up front and you see $200,000 cash in your account, that does not mean I can go buy a $100,000 truck, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah. I've got all this money. You don't. You've yeah. got all of that money that is allocated towards completing business, yeah. right? And so that's where a lot of people get in trouble. And by doing it this way, when you receive money, your in and out owed money is done almost immediately within a week's period. So at the end of the week, whatever's left over, that's your cash. Yep. That's your cash to do a new venture. That's a new, uh, uh, that's your cash to put in your bank reserve account. That is your whatever it is. It allows you to see what's in your bank is actually real cash that's not allocated to something else. That's right. Right? That's right. So whenever we explain this to contractors, they have about 150 questions for us of what about this? How do we do this? What about this? I don't Mm -hmm. know about this. If you have a question, if you have any comment about this, we would love to hear from you. Shoot us an email. Jared at ProServeAlliance.com, Clark at ProServeAlliance.com. Tell me the holes that you see I don't see. Go go to our website. Mm -hmm. I will battle you to the death as to why this is the right way to do it. You will indeed. And and (laughs) it's because I don't stay up at night wondering if we're going to make payroll anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't have an ulcer from the stress of I don't know if we're going to be able to pay (laughs) There were years that we did. Yeah, for (laughs) for a long time. So we would love to talk and, and give you some help on that. If you want the software you can buy just the software. Come get on or test it out. It's eighty nine bucks mm-hmm. to test mm-hmm. it. Come on, come on and try the software because we will show you how to invoice right now the way that you're doing it, as well as how to invoice for the future and how to switch over your invoicing. It's 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 a slow process, but it's a process that will make you from just running uh, uh, jobs to actually having a company that's mm-hmm. functioning and running itself. That's right. So. Thank you for listening. Reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you guys. If you want our software, please go to our website, uh, and we'd love to show you around on there. So thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next time. See you. Bye.